Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be talking about the devastating effects of sex abuse. Sexual abuse, also referred to as molestation, is abusive sexual behavior by one person upon another. It's often perpetrated using force or by taking advantage of another. The term also covers any behavior by an adult or older adolescent towards a child to stimulate any of the involved sexually. The use of a child or other individuals younger than the age of consent for sexual molestation is referred to as child sex abuse and statutory rape. That I just read is a definition from Wikipedia. Sex abuse is devastating for victims and leads to lifelong catastrophic effects. Sex abuse victims have had their deepest, most sacred personal space violated and therefore have what I refer to as intimacy wounds. Intimacy wounds do not necessarily mean that there was sexual contact. Contact. Sometimes these deep emotional wounds are from being in a family that has negative attitudes towards sex, devalues it, mocks it, and has shame about it. Or oftentimes if they don't talk about it, it creates a very dysfunctional, distorted idea of sex. I consider this to be a sexual, or I'm sorry, intimacy wound. This is enough to cause wounds to the sexual identity of victims. With sex abuse, the victim feels innately shameful, gross, undesirable, and entirely used. This may lead to feelings that they are never good enough sexually and often lead to hating sex and even having hate towards the opposite sex in an attempt to regulate the negative feelings of shame and guilt regarding it. Now, human beings are sexual beings. I think everyone would agree that that is the case. It is innate to our identity of who we are as sexual beings, and therefore how we see ourselves sexually, i.e. our sexual identity, will dictate confidence, self-esteem, and overall fulfillment in life and interpersonal relationships. In addition, sex abuse most usually causes deep body shame. As victims, in an attempt to make sense of their sexual shame, scapegoat their body and its imperfections as the root cause of their negative feelings, when in fact, it may have very little to do with it. They may compulsively work out or diet just to feel sexually capable and attractive, but sadly will lead to compulsions and addictions because this is certainly not, necess or not necessarily the root cause. More so. When we have sexual and intimacy wounds, relationships that are sexual and or intimate will often awaken these deep wounds as they are finally touched and therefore activated, causing a strong reaction. I like to compare this to the example of someone who has a broken arm. If somebody were to knock into that individual with a broken arm, they would activate that wound and activate the pain of the broken arm, oftentimes even feeling like the arm is breaking yet again. So I compare this to a sexual wound. When somebody has a sexual wound, they oftentimes are able to hide it, disconnect from it, or not necessarily deal with it. However, when there is a relationship, an intimate sexual relationship, these wounds may flare up, causing a strong reaction. It may lead to violence as partners towards partners as victims may lash out at their close loved ones for activating these wounds not realizing that these wounds were unresolved and unhealed back from when they were originally sexually violated. Oftentimes, the memories are denied and repressed into the unconscious, making it very difficult to identify the cause of these seemingly random and excruciatingly painful feelings. I would argue 
that narcissists are deeply sexually wounded in some way or another with sexual wounds or intimacy wounds that leads them to a repetition compulsion of sexual and interpersonal relationship violence and narcissistic abuse. Victims of sex abuse are so profoundly violated that they have little ability to let go and be vulnerable in close relationships, leading oftentimes to the need for controlling and manipulating partners. Now, this is not to, def to defend narcissists and narcissistic behavior, just to identify the underlying mechanism and cause of such behaviors. Now, sex is a very powerful energetic union between two beings, two human beings. Because of its power, sex abuse victims may see this as finally a way to feel in control during a sexual experience as opposed to being violated, and thus see this as a proxy to become the perpetrator as opposed to being perpetrated. Before they were humiliated, they were out of, they were not in control, they were uh, disrespected now in a sense to reverse the roles. They now feel like they are in control, which is oftentimes why you see sex abuse victims becoming perpetrators themselves. Sex abuse victims will have a very difficult time trusting and often they isolate in an attempt to protect from being betrayed. This becomes devastating as their need for connection is left unmet and they are left with the inability to maintain and sustain relationships of any sort. Overcoming sex abuse is a very difficult journey. However, it is very doable. The first step is courageously opening up about your experiences and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. It's important to look for somebody who understands this journey and understands what it means to have been sexually violated. If you find somebody who doesn't necessarily understand it, you may be re-injured as the individual might, as the friend, therapist, person who's trying to help may invalidate some of the experiences you've had. It's important to understand that not all people are equipped to deal with this type of chaotic wounding. Look for somebody who's trustworthy, who can hold space as you explore your wounds. It's extremely vital to heal your intimacy wounds before entering into a close relationship. If not, the relationship may awaken these inner wounds and cause relationship clashes and breakdowns. In order to attract and be attracted to healthy relationships, it's also important to understand what it means to have boundaries. Oftentimes victims struggle with boundaries because they have been violated. It's important to heal your sexual identity and understand the devastating effects of being sexually violated. It's important to heal your attitude towards sex and see it as a way of connection and not, not as a way of one-upping somebody or defeating somebody, but rather connecting in a way that allows two people to come together and share life and experience a deep connection that is extremely fulfilling and ultimately one that'll bring that could potentially bring great happiness, joy, fulfillment, and connection. If you have been sexually violated, there's a high chance that you feel extremely shameful about who you are as a person. Understand that what happened to you was not your fault. The feelings of shame were given to you. You were made to feel shameful and therefore dealing with these negative feelings is vital because if not, we sit with those feelings and they become toxic and sadly many victims drown in the emotions of shame and guilt. I work with many individuals who struggle to recover their sexual identity and ultimately their confidence in themselves as a result. One of the things I've noticed is that 
in order to truly heal and in order to truly overcome the abuse, it's important to understand that it's not your fault and the, ultimately take away the shame and the guilt about it regarding it and realize that you are able to tap in to the reservoirs of love and connection, whether it's a higher power, whether it's God, a source, you name it. There is something within you that can restore your wounds. Once tapped into, once understood how you can truly re release and, and connect within to that reservoir of love and an infinite connection, you are able to literally allow that energy to heal you. I would absolutely be, I would absolutely love to help you uh, get in touch with that reservoir of, of love so you can bring that energy into your life, heal those wounds, become the healthy version of the healthy individual that you deserve to be, that you were meant to be, and ultimately attract and be attracted to relationships that promote health and connection. Please do reach out if you're struggling in this way. I can be reached at YITZ, Y-I-T-Z at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. be an absolute honor to discuss uh, how I can help you. It'd be, um, it, it's certainly not an easy thing to do to reach out, especially if you've been wounded in this way. So it takes great courage, and I admire those who do reach out. For those who are struggling to connect with others and and, and reach out for help, know that it takes great courage to do so. So I admire you for having the courage to, first of all, listen to this podcast, but ultimately reach out. It's important to reach out because without doing so, we isolate, we disconnect. This doesn't solve the problem. Unfortunately, it leads to more breakdowns and sadly, ultimately leading to mental illness. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's an absolute honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the best.